Welcome. This is Bram Marshall, the spiritual smartass. Um, let's see. I want to get this angle perfectly. Not perfectly. It doesn't have to be perfect. I just want it to be the best angle possible. So anyway, this is Brandon Marshall, the spiritual smartass, also known as Sexy Ginger Jesus. I didn't give myself this name. It was just it was given to me. Um, what's up, Nancy? What's up, Cody? Today we're talking about leveling up and the boundaries that is required. Hey, Rhiannon, the boundaries that's required to level up because you're gonna be challenged with new boundaries as you call something in. What's up, Tony? So let's let allow people to come in on this nighttime show. Um, by the way, I do have a podcast now. If you go into Spotify and type in Sexy Ginger Jesus, you can find my podcast. Um, I have a book that's out now, The King of Nothing, so that's fucking awesome and exciting. I wrote that over the past six weeks or so, and I'm already working on another book. But um, yeah, I'm going to be announcing that, and also a group coaching training. So much stuff going on. I got a masterclass slash group coaching training this Friday, um, so that's going to be awesome. I mean, tomorrow. That Tomorrow is Friday. It's, it's called Unfiltered, Breaking Social Contracts, and it's all about the social contracts and the rules that you've created in how you show up with other people, and that's required in up-leveling as well. But today I want to talk about boundaries. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because I've noticed some things pop up in my field and I notice it's like when when we want to call something in, we get so enamored by the vision um, and, and bringing that in and maybe when there's these tests that come up, we might be discouraged from the vision and then it causes us to contract once again. It causes us to contract back to where we came from and that's a little bit about social contracts and and the the standards that people hold for us and what they how they expect us to show up um, but I'm coming from a place because what I notice what's up Rachel Rachel's late again what's up Sarah <laughs> what I notice with business owners like definitely in the coaching industry I notice a lot of complaining around cold messages around spamming um, a lot of complaints around like how people decide to do their business or like you invited me to this thing. And I made a post about that yesterday, but basically if I'm criticizing everybody for inviting, you know, how they invite people to their Facebook group or something. Hey Sarah, how am I limiting myself? Now I'm creating a rule for myself that I have too much shame to promote, promote who I am and to invite people into my groups or invite people to my event. And that kind of came up for me because I'm inviting people to my event for my Breaking Social Contracts group coaching call tomorrow. It's not gonna be like this, it's gonna be more of a Zoom style. So if, if, if you want the invitation, if you haven't gotten it yet, private message me for that. Um, but then I would have had that limitation there if I was always criticizing people for doing the same thing. And it's sort of like this black like this black and white thing with no gray area. It's like either you invite people and you're an asshole and a spammer or you know you don't do it at all. And really there's like techniques and tools that can be used that can benefit you. Another example I have was I, I, I was on a call with a client and he had resistance around sharing testimonials 
of his clients and, and how they benefited. All because there was this judgment that it made him look like a douchebag if he did that. So we carry on all of these rules of how we show up and it limits our success because we're so caught up with what other people are doing or what is not allowed or whatever. And thank you, Gianna, welcome. Um, but yeah, so we get so caught up in these things. So it's like, if you're complaining about cold messages, for instance, then you're also limiting yourself to do actual inspired reach outs on some level because you have a judgment there. And another thing about that is, you know, boundary wise, I'm getting more cold messages than ever right now. I'm getting more pitches than ever because my audience is growing. So there's an energy there when you complain about people spamming and cold messages and things like that. You're also saying, no, I don't want to expand my awareness. I don't want to expand my visibility because when you expand your visibility, automatically more people are going to cold message you and pitch you. So if you're telling the universe, like, I cannot handle these three people that pitched me their program out of nowhere because it made me feel weird or um, it, 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 it caught. And basically what it comes down to, spoiler alert, it all comes down to your boundaries. It's not the cold message that's bothering people. It's the boundaries because it, it reminds the person receiving that cold message of a time in the past where their boundary was crossed. And then it's like, I, I, instead of enforcing that boundary, instead of enforcing that boundary and saying, actually, no, I don't want to do this program or whatever the thing you're pitching me or um, having a graceful conversation or straight up ignoring it because you don't have to answer every message like that can be a lack of boundaries as well thinking that every message that hits your inbox you must answer right away or the world will get mad at you or you know being reactionary like I don't even have notifications on on my inbox <laughs> so um if you've ever been if you've ever messaged me and you saw me like sh I know like some people post about that too it's like I see you showing up on social media but you're not answering my message man I gladly, I gladly separate the two. They're two different apps, <laughs> the Messenger app and the Facebook app. And I gladly separate the two because if I have my notifications on, um, it'll just pull me in over and over again. And then I'm not taking full ownership of my energy. And I found that it's a lot better to be proactive, um, to consciously go into the inbox and it's like, okay, now is the time of day that I wanna answer the messages and proactively act on that. So you may see me like posting a lot while you're like, hey, you didn't answer my message. Um, and there's definitely a priority there too for paid clients and random people pitching a podcast or a cold message there. So basically when something bothers you, when something bothers you along these lines, it's just a challenge you for you to bring it, to hold a, a better boundary. Um, a stronger boundary because without that stronger boundary you don't have the capacity for more so you may say to yourself like hey I want to call in more clients and I want to make more sales or I want more visibility but that same visibility is going to create that instance where your boundaries are tested um, another thing is money so you may be holding yourself back from money because you may have had your boundaries crossed in the past. And, and I have many stories around this um, 
and probably from my up, you know, definitely from my upbringing and what I witnessed as a child and the childhood traumas I had, there was a lot of boundaries on agreements um, that were breached, especially that I remember like in my late teens and my early 20s. And I have like a list of things where friendships and services got mixed up and there wasn't clear agreements made for like the service I did make. I wasn't like, I wasn't like a serious entrepreneur, but I did, I did a service, you know, I sold people uh, rap instrumentals. I did, I had studio time. I gave people studio time and it was just this weird thing. Like if I didn't know them that much, then I felt comfortable charging them. But if we were kind of close and I give them my time, my energy and my effort for free and it created this ever going thing. And it was just like, it was crazy because my bandwidth was taken up so much. I had a job at the time and then I'm doing studio time for free and then I'm doing paid studio time and then I'm working on my own creative stuff. And it got me to the point where, you know, it was like taken away from the passion of my art. And I think a lot of artists deal with this as well. Um, there's another instance in that same time frame where I was doing beats. <laughs> I was doing beats for adult films, for pornos. Um, and I, and, and I was just like giving hour after hour away of my artistic work. And, um, you know, I was just giving that away and like the, the whole thing was like, well, you'll get exposure if you keep doing this. And, you know, I, my first time flying to California, my first time experiencing the Comic-Con, it was just like all this promoting, but I wasn't speaking up for my boundary and it, it was just this entanglement. So it, it was on me for not stepping up and speaking up for my boundary, but I think a lot of this goes on with artists and creatives. And it's so important to create clear agreements and have a conversation and, and be able to handle when someone cold pitches you. And actually, um, even though a lot of people do it the wrong way, um, or in a weird way, it's, there's a charge there, there's a trigger, there's a lesson in knowing what that brings up for you when somebody does it. And it's like, how, how um, easy are you able to say no without over explaining yourself? How easy is it is for you to provide a service or sell a service without adding in like 15 bonuses to like overcompensate for something? Um, is there like a feeling that you have to offer more than the actual service that you offer when you charge a price? Do you feel like you had to do more to prove? So those are like instances of boundaries that need to be tightened up before you call it in because there's going to be contradicting beliefs there. And I just, I don't know, like I just remember with friends and stuff, there was a lot of instances where I'd borrow money and not see it back, um, where my, I wasn't valuing my own services and it just like the lack of communication made it so where, you know, like it just like ended up in flames. And, and I noticed like with my friends back then, I would be like the only person with money or the only person who saved up money. So I was always lending out money. And it was always like, I was penalized for being responsible because I didn't, I didn't set that boundary with people. So that's like super fucking important because if, if you don't trust yourself to have the money, then you're not gonna allow yourself to manifest it easily.
because you're gonna be like, well, if I have this money, then I'm gonna feel pressured into like someone asking to borrow money and then I'll hand it out or feeling pressure that I'm a bad person if I don't do this or that and, and, and not having the ability to say no. Let's see, I'm checking out the comments. Oops, so I was trying to bring Natalie on camera. <laughs> okay, cool. So, yeah, let me know if you have any questions about this, if this resonates with you. Um, but I just wanted to get, get on top, like I just wanted to share that with you that, um, and this is a little bit what I'm gonna be talking about tomorrow in the Zoom call. But it's like all about social, con you know, it's all about social contracts and what people expect of you. And that's part of doing boundaries too, because people expect you to show up a certain way. People expect you to message a certain way or say certain ways or certain things or take certain steps or whatever, or move in a certain way. And they have these social contracts and sometimes it can feel uncomfortable to break these social contracts. But what happens when you set a boundary or you break a social contract and you move, step into further of your self-worth and owning that shit, owning the self-worth of your services, owning the self-worth of your message and owning your truth, like putting truth above making everybody feel comfortable around you, even saying the things that might make your audience feel uncomfortable, um, having crucial conversations that might make your audience feel uncomfortable. A, a real good book on that is Crucial Conversations, actually. But when you're able to have those crucial conversations, you free up bandwidth. When you have healthy boundaries, you're, you're not stressing as much. And something along boundaries that I learned early on that really helped me was thinking of boundaries as like a border to a country. So when someone has been a pushover, sometimes the extreme, the extreme course correct is to be somebody who builds walls and forces people out. So if you think of a country with walls, I'm gonna build a wall. But like if you build a wall around your country, there's you can protect yourself from people coming in and robbing your resources, but then you block yourself from trade and having allies and, and, and working with people and having the services that are provided for you. So if you just look at it as, if I don't have walls, people are gonna take from me, you're also robbing yourself from the love and the good things that you can receive. But then, it, then on the other side, the flip side would be a country without borders at all and no rules. And it's like, okay, w whatever, anyone can come in. Um, but then you allow anybody under any circumstance rob you of your resources. And it's like, okay, I'll give it away. I don't have any boundaries. Take my resources. And there's no even trade. There's no um, solid agreements and et cetera. So the, the thing to think about boundaries is to have a process doors instead of walls or no walls at all. It's like open doors in a process where it's like, okay, well, you know, under these circumstances, we can make this trade. Under these circumstances, we can make this agreement. That is a win-win. Um, I think a lot of people, whether consciously or subconsciously, when they think of selling, it's, it's sometimes we get caught up into thinking that it's a win-lose or in order for me to win, someone else has to lose. And it doesn't have to be like that. That's not how a conscious business is ran and, um, or run. <laughs> it's, not, it's not how conscious business is. And I feel like 
as time progresses that the unconscious, you know, businesses that are surrounded by win-lose, they're going to fade out as win-win is a, is a new motto. Hey, Rochelle, what's up? Wave. So, um, yeah, so it's like you, you got to focus on win-win-win agreements. And at least for me, I can speak for myself. I'm not a human design expert, but at least for me as a manifesting generator, what's best for me when someone pitches me to get on their podcast or um, pitches me a program, whatever it may be, what's best for me is to not say yes right away. Because something can feel like a real, and you may have this experience, and if you had this experience, I invite you to delay time in your decision making. Um, but sometimes I'll say yes right away to something, and then like three days later, I'm hoping like, oh man, I hope they cancel for this call. I don't know why the fuck I said yes. But it genuinely felt like a fuck yes in that moment for some reason. I just get caught up in the moment. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. And then later on, I'm like, why did I say yes to that? It's not exciting me. It's not bringing me joy. Um, so that's another thing when it comes to boundaries too, is like when someone proposes something to you, you get to add time to the equation. And anybody that is worth working with anyway would never pressure you and say, no, let's not, why are you taking time? Why are you making excuses or whatever? You know, I know that's kind of like in the old school sales game where it's like, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, you, if you're hoping that someone doesn't show up for a date or doesn't show up on a call or whatever, then it probably wasn't a line choice unless there's like, unless it's a line and there's like maybe a fear there, but usually it's not good. Um, so yeah, adding time to the equation helps me and and just practicing being able to say no without feeling like you have to over explain or lay out this super soft landing or whatever. Um, I've had moments where I've said, you know, like MLM, it's funny because like, I think the, the main thing that, that breaks up at least female relationships is, <laughs> is uh, network marketing, uh, Mary Kay, <laughs> you know, I, I heard this like story that like some woman tried to sell Mary Kay at this person's wedding and shit. So, you know, that network marketing can fuck up a relationship if it's not done right. Um, but yeah, so adding time to the equation, allowing yourself to go through your process and not allowing anyone to force you. I know in some corners of the coaching industry, it's all about buying on the car or whatever. Or you're not committed and stuff like that. And Early on when um, I was investing in myself in the coaching arena, like when I first started investing myself, it was more like internet marketing and real estate and then I got into coaching. Um, but when I first got into that, I kind of, you know, I allowed myself to get pressured on phone calls and I allowed, you know, I, I, I had some weak boundaries there because it was like some kind of feeling like I had to prove myself. And I definitely have like some, um, old mentor coaching trauma there where there's times where it's 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 a bit mixed up because I had amazing experiences but at the same time I feel like I didn't go at my own pace so it's like these mixed feelings there but it's like I've had times where I didn't honor myself and I didn't allow myself to go through my own process and if anything, I just want to confirm to you, no matter um, no matter what, you get to honor your boundaries. There's nothing for you to prove. There's no reason you need to prove anything to anybody else. And um, just confirm, you know, even if it's just like sitting here for a moment and putting your hand over your heart and saying that I'm fucking safe 
And no matter what happens, no matter how big I get, no matter how much I expand, I'm always going to stick up for myself and I'm never going to abandon myself again. Because that's what it is when you don't honor your own boundary. You're abandoning yourself for somebody else's comfort. And let's put an end to that. Because we all win. <laughs> What's up, Phil? Um, we all win together when we honor each other's boundaries. We make solid agreements. And it's like pe the people around you, I know there's like, you know, for certain people or for, could be all of you here, um, there may be like this um, feeling of needing to people please, to make people feel comfortable or to like overextend yourself. And you can get in your head about that, thinking that that's the absolute right thing, but you're actually serving people more by honoring yourself first and, 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 and not abandoning yourself and standing tall on your power. So that's why I wanted to share today. Do I want to share anything else? I'll see as, as I'm closing this out. If something else comes up, I'll say it. But tomorrow will be the masterclass. It's called Unfiltered Breaking Social Contracts. It's absolutely free. Um, private message me if you haven't heard about it and you want to you wanna be on that group coaching call. Um, it's a Zoom style call. So select few. I'm going to be taking questions. It's going to be like an open Q&A and a select few I would love to do some spot coaching for and it's going to have, be a good time and actually for me in my own personal experience um, I'm looking to expand the level of um, sensation and the, the intimacy that I have with the people that I serve and my clients. Um, a lot of my groups, past groups lately have been like live stream style, like it was either like one-on-one or live stream style. And I've been messing around with some Zoom calls on SmartAss and other programs. And it's just this amazing experience where I'm leading a group, but at the same time, we're all sort of working together. It's like this awesome connected mastermind. I just used one of Rebecca's words. Um, but it's like this connected mastermind and it's just fucking amazing. And I want you to have that experience tomorrow on the Zoom call. And also the program that I'm offering, the signature program that I just recently launched is called Immortal. It's a, mat, it's a mastermind and it's all covering that. It starts at 550 a month and that's gonna be going into Zoom calls um, there's going to be Zoom calls, a, a group chat, and it's going to be like a mastermind-based thing. And there's also one-on-one -on -one options. So if that interests you as well, private message me. I have a few things going on. So private message me for the Immortal program or private message me to join the Zoom call tomorrow. Would love to have you there and excited to grow and expand with you. So um, yeah, have an amazing night and I'll see many of you tomorrow. Winner. <laughs>